0: everyone and welcome to the sound seed this is a branch of the women's fellowship in manchester called the seed we aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation we have a sister fellowship in london you can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com so let's begin
1: hey everyone welcome back to another sound seed session um, sound seed recording Um, you're here with princess we've got Lisa, and Ifa and Ifa here again um, to talk about um, the Word of God. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about prayer. I have a few questions here that we're going to look at together, and we're just going to um, dissect these questions together, Um, so I'm excited. So going straight into it, question number one, what is prayer? What do we think, guys? What is prayer? In how many words? In, let's say, two words. two
0: words. Two words, right. Prayer. I think the w- one word that sticks out to me is um, connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that sums up, I think that's like the place you need to be for everything else to be birthed. So I just imagine it's like my heart touching God's heart and it's being squished together. So wow. that connection with God Mm. Amazing. So that's word number one. Word number one. If I, you take it and then I'll come back. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, oh gosh. I'm trying to think
1: of something that's synonymous. Okay. Life.
0: Wow. Mm.
1: Wow. That's good. Yeah. So why would, would you say life? You got a
0: good one. <laughs> you got a good one, mate.
2: But when I say life, I think prayer is the means um, of alignment, it's mm. the means of communication. Um, it means as Lisa said connection and without that there is no life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you know when you're deep for so you haven't prayed for a minute. Yeah. And then it's like yeah. what's going on? Mm. I'm just I'm just being tossed around like kind of yeah. anything. Yeah. Things take you unaware because you haven't been connected to the living source. Um So yeah, definitely for me. Like prayerlessness prayer wow, prayerlessness is really death.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Prayerlessness is death. Yeah. We're still at the definition, guys. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so um, one word for me. What is prayer? Prayer is... Um, hmm. I would say prayer is... There's a lot of words going through my head right now. And I'm trying to pick one. I hate you. Princess, just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prayer is intimacy. hmm Um, it's a, it's a place where, um, relationship is built. Um, and and I think it's a relationship like no other. Mm -hmm. Um, it's one that sometimes you can't really just find the words to Mm -hmm. explain, but you know what it does for you. And like what ifs is, you know how you're left when you've not prayed for a long time. You just know what it does for you. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a place where, you know, it's just that coming together, pretty much what Lisa said as well your heart your spirit and and god's heart just being intertwined into one it's just a, one big ball of just intimate fun honestly it's amazing it's amazing Oh, I want to pray right now.
0: Let's all hold hands.
1: Prayer has begun. Okay, should we go to the second word? Yeah, yeah, go on.
0: Okay, second
1: word. Second yeah, word. Second that, was just word. That, one. that was just one. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: let's um, go. I don't have a word, but I have an analogy. Okay, so, of
2: course.
0: Bring of course. them. <laughs> um, so prayer to me, or prayerlessness to me, mm. is like. Do you know when you buff? And you've cleaned your face. You've got a proper deep clean. So I clean my face with um, black soap. Okay. Um. So it strips your face of like moisture, um, and all the oils because it's there to clean, right? Mm-hmm. Um. looks like to me when you don't cream your face afterwards. Your yeah. face seems tight, and dry and uncomfortable, and that's how I feel when I've not prayed—like dry and uncomfortable. Mm. But God is the one that brings the moisture. Oh. Like he's that thick moisturizer that, that makes you feel alive. Hmm. But she- do you know what, do
2: you know what the danger with that is though? What? We think that we really have to um, apply moisturizer once. No. It's so thick.
0: Sometimes the wind comes. Ha ta ta. Whoa. You need to continue <laughs>
2: applying come that on. moisturizer. That wind burn, okay? will take that because moisturizer it away. Take it, it, come on. It will take crazy. it away. I think, I think often, as you said though, it's so easy to be like, oh, I had a massive prayer session. Let me just stay there. Because the, the application of, of it was so thick and so mm. heavy, we think it's going to sustain us for maybe a week or two so we don't cream mm. again. No. But God is like, no, you need to come every day. Every day you need to yeah. moisturize every day. Mm. You need to seek me every day yeah. um, to make sure that it really goes deep. As the moisturizer yeah. goes deep into our skin, Amen. the word needs to go deep into our hearts.
0: Amen.
1: Oh. Amen.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Love that analogy. Thank you. The wind comes, guys. <laughs> the wind comes. Do you know sometimes, do you know when your hands, no, I should have even said, not even your skin, but your hands, your hands. are a great example. Mm. Your hands are moisture repellent, like our flesh is God mm. repellent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So as soon as you've creamed your skin, as soon as you step out, and this cold, um, brittle wind will just come and just go, Whoop,
1: and Aww. you just
0: look down, and you have just like white patches, and you're just like, I swear these are the hands that I use to take the cream, to rub in my hands and to apply to my body. They should have the most moisture in them. And yet, as soon as you face the wind, mm. they're the, the quickest to go. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So, wow. we should be, like you said, applying, we applying, even living in the place of, yes. moisture, of moisture. Living in that place, so we don't get to that place of dryness.
1: I love what you said, like with the wind, because put the wind aside, how about toilet breaks? Ha! Wash You wash your hands. <laughs> you like come daily up. life. <laughs> daily life. You have to wash plates. <laughs> come on. Things will always come up, and that's 100%. why we need to ensure Amen. we're forever mm-hmm. living in that place. Prayer is life. Amen. It's Amen. life. It's moisture. That's that's literally where where we moisturized, To be honest, Amen. we are moisturized. Wow. So are we still
2: on the second word. Yeah. <laughs> we're still on the second um, word. Oh gosh. Second word to describe prayer. So we've had so much already. Yep, yep. Um, ooh, ah. <laughs> um necessary. Okay. Yeah. I don't really have an explanation, but I think you know, that explains it. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um it is so necessary. Um and that it sounds like life again, but yeah. It's just we're fooling ourselves if we think that we can go without it. Yeah. So again, like food, food. Yeah. Mum always used to say to me, if you know, you you will never go a day. You know, I love food. You never go a day without eating food. You never go a day without drinking water. But yet you, you don't read your Bible,
1: because
2: mm. it's synonymous to the bread of life. It's mm. also synonymous to, um, water, mm. the water of the word. So when I come to understand, and know that the presence of God is my food, the presence of God is my is my water,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I should never skip it.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, it's necessary. It's like food.
1: Well, it is necessary. Thank you guys for that. Um, so, should we move on to the second question? Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> question two would be amazing. So, question number two, we're still on the topic of prayer. Mm. Um, you know, what are some of the misconceptions that, you know, people have about prayer or... I'll put it this way. What are some of the misconceptions that you've ever had about prayer? Yeah. I think for me, um,
2: a misconception is that I had to shout for God to hear me. Um, And that is just so false. Yeah. Um, And I remember speaking to a friend and saying, you know, you can shout as long as you want, but God will hear your submission. Mm. more than he would your your tone or your intonation.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and it even says in the Bible, I don't know where it is exactly, but it says, you know, Jesus was heard because of his submission to God. Mm. Um, so getting to a place that I'm not chasing intonation, but I stand in authority and that informs my intonation, mm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah Yeah, I thought if my prayer was going to reach the heavens, as people say, um, obviously, metaphorically, if it's going to reach the heavens, I need to shout. I need to scream. Um, and, you know, oftentimes that would happen, but he would not hear you because you screamed mm-hmm. if he has not heard you in the private.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but he will hear your submission. And then that authority that you have in the private informs how how you speak and how boldly you speak and how boldly you pray. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm going into something else now, but ultimately allow authority to inform your intonation and don't think your intonation gives you authority.
0: Mm -hmm. Lisa? Um, That there is a a specific um, structure or formula Mm. to prayer. Of course, the Bible gives us directions as to how to pray, um, but ultimately um, I think... When you start off with "Dear God" and finish with "Amen," you think that everything within those two, like open um, speech marks and the close the speech marks, mm. is a prayer, and mm. you end up with a manage, and it's your full stop. <laughs> um, and if you don't do that, then it's not a prayer technically. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah, that's not true. We all we know it's not true. Yeah. Um, but that was a really big misconception of mine. Wow. Um, I think um, a misconception that I had
1: was, um, you know, I have to... You know, when you have those really good prayer sessions and you read in the Bible how it talks about, you know, the times where people like David, you know, they would pray or, you know, they would be sort convicted and it describes the kind of things they would do. We have people like Elijah, who's, he, the, the position he got into when he had to wait on God. So it was almost like, okay... I think I'd gone through a phase in my life where I had experienced God in a way where I knew that, wow, God met me here. And I think the way it was expressed, there was crying. So Mm. for me, it was like, I've not properly prayed if tears have not come out. Wow. Where are the tears? Mm. (laughs) So I'll be, I know I'm praying, but I'm questioning. Mm. You know, whether yeah. I've actually just spent it and I'm like, oh, maybe it's not been heartfelt enough. Mm. You know, because notice, Do you know it's so deep because
2: oftentimes when we begin to do that, we limit God to the expression yeah. of how he moves. We're boxing him up. And yeah. not actually understanding that he's moving. Yeah. Mm. So we're like, oh, if he doesn't do this, then he's not here. Yeah. If I don't cry, then he's not. If people are not falling, then he's not here. Mm. So we're limiting him to the expression of his move and not actually yeah. looking at him to move, if that makes sense. Yeah, but ultimately, yeah, definitely. knowing that, because Lord God your word says where two or three are gathered you are here. Yeah, exactly. So my faith and my belief is in your word and not the expression of it. That's
1: yes. Very true. And that that was definitely something mm-hmm. that I had to learn. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there's there's no point limiting God when there's so much He wants to reveal. 100%. You know, He takes us through different seasons. And I think sometimes it's actually needed that we get uncomfortable in in that place of prayer yeah i feel like that's actually a, that's actually a process god takes us through because once we get too comfortable we're almost expecting that you know because this is the pattern that it's been following every mm-hmm. single time i've come to pray mm-hmm. we start feeling like oh yeah i know what's going to happen i know mm-hmm. that i normally feel this way when i know mm-hmm. i've prayed so it's almost like okay you've seen this side of me now but i need you to be uncomfortable so you can be more open yeah to un- s- to see me in a different way. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to only think of me as, you know, the God who is able to break you. Mm-hmm. How about the God who's able to pour you and fill you with love? Mm-hmm. How about the one who's able to fill you with peace? You know, God never really wants us to limit him. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's definitely something that he reveals to us in the place of prayer. Amen. So mm-hmm. um, the third question we're going to talk about today is, you know, we've spoken about what prayer is. We've spent some time defining that we've addressed some of the misconceptions just before we move on does anybody have any other misconceptions any other thing comes to mind okay
0: oh sorry i had one (laughs) that if i said something wrong that he would smite me wow interesting where does that come from i think from a place of fear Mm. do you know when you have i think it's more culture in like my home background where you just like don't want to say anything wrong to your parents so yeah so imagine if i actually told god how i feel and Um, I was angry at him or upset or I didn't do the right thing or coming to him after sinning or whatever it is. It has to be quite Uh, formal. Yeah (laughs) it has to be dear God thank you amen kind of thing I was scared of what I was actually saying to him just in case he heard it didn't like it and wanted to smite me. Yeah. What do you think now? He's not going to smite me. No he's he's a big God and he wants me and wants my heart and he can take all the crap Mm -hmm. because he wants to show me that Crap is nothing. He he really what he will do though, he will correct you instead. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a like a loving
2: father, and King would, you mm-hmm. know. Yes, this is what you have revealed to me, but let me reveal myself to you. Mm-hmm. And even in his revelation of himself, he corrects us. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we know that he is the standard, and he is what we should aim to be and look like. Yeah. So as he reveals him, um, he's correcting you? and he's refining us. But yeah. if you don't bring him us. How can he show himself in the places that he needs to to be found mm. in us, in? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of inns, but ultimately, his presence alone corrects us. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Let's not shy away from it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um So the third question we're going to look at today is, um when it comes to prayer, where where do we start? How do we start? Hmm. hmm. You know? <laughs> spoke about prayer. Hmm. We know it's communication. I,
2: we know I it's think, life. Yeah, I think what, <laughs> the question should be, why can we start? And mm. that position causes us to come to him. So we come to God. Um, we can come humbly before his throne yeah. because of the of the life that he gave. Obviously, Jesus Christ, he died for us. Yeah. And that gives us the permission to come before him, to confess our sins, to be yeah. made right with him. So mm-hmm. why do we pray? Um, or why can we pray? It's because we have access to God. Yeah. So now that informs how we can start.
1: Mm.
2: It, can, it, it can be like... Father I come before you the, the the Lord's prayer is great our father who are in heaven I come before you to recognize who you are lord mm-hmm. I thank you for you know how you've made me that the Lord's prayer is a great way to it's a great template yeah. um as but as Lisa said it's a template it shouldn't be it can be don't don't get it wrong but um it's a great template to know where to start and how to do things so so why why we can come to him informs how we can also come to him I believe so yeah. Our Father, wow. Lord, I thank you that you have reconciled me to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I thank you, Lord God, that I now have adoption through yeah, Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am now part of the family of God. I didn't. I wasn't always saying our Father. Yeah. I was saying Moses is God, you know, the God that Abraham believes. Yeah. But ultimately, I can come to him in this manner. And that posture um, is something that he welcomes, something that he prunes. Because there will be different times in your life that you come to him as different things, mm-hmm. as King, as Lord. But ultimately, it, sh- it shouldn't stop you from coming.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. well i would say just start yeah i think that's the most important thing i think sometimes we're fretting so much about um how to do things um and i think with me especially i'm an overthinker. i like to think about things i want to get things right um i think with god especially that was where that was my biggest hurdle was myself Mm -hmm. i wouldn't come as i i as i was in like all that i was um and just as simply as we're all chatting with each other right now and obviously speaking to you guys listening as well. <laughs> um, that's a great place to start. If you don't know God, you haven't spoken to him in a while and you want to write a formal letter to him before you um, say, hey God, I booked an appointment, can I speak to you now? Um, you can just say... God, I'm here. It's mm. taken a long time, but God, I really need you.
1: Yeah.
0: I really, really want you. And that is the amazing thing. Because we have access, like you said if there, mm. because of what Christ Jesus has done for us, we no longer sit in the outer courts waiting with our goats and our sheep and <laughs> how many other things yeah. To, yeah. to come and speak to him. We God. can just say, Abba, I'm here. God, mm. I'm here. Finally. Um, I thank you so much for never giving up on me. And that's the amazing thing about God. Like, he never gives up on us. He's always there, um, waiting for us. And um, so, if you haven't, just say, God, I'm here. And I thank you that you've always been. Hmm. That's amazing. Um, one thing that
1: definitely hmm. comes to mind is just, I think, when it comes to starting, recognizing that he already knows who you are. Yeah. Um, he knows who you are, he knows where you're at. And he's not asking for you to almost pretend to be somebody else before you can approach him. So, you know, wherever you are, he knows. And Mm. he just wants you. He's not asking you to pretend to be... You know, the matured version of who you'd like to be. Yeah. Pretend to be somebody you see and you admire in the faith or somebody you you like the way they pray. Yeah. He's not asking you to come with any fakery because he already knows. So even when you're faking it, he can tell. He can see it. Yeah. Um. So just having that mindset of he already knows me and he wants me to come as me, mm-hmm. you know. He wants me to come as princess. Yeah. He wants you to come as Lisa, as Ife, not um if i uh, found somebody else do you yeah. know what i mean if i posing as this person because yeah. he can see through all that um to yeah that's definitely that's definitely one thing that comes to mind and and even if you need to pause the podcast now and say father
2: i'm here yeah then do it because we get so um accustomed to having tools but never using them yeah, yeah. so many podcasts so mm. many you know sermon so many events to go to so Mm. if you need to take that time even right now our voice isn't that important yeah just pause and be like father i am here and he is more than willing to reveal his the proximity of his presence Mm. to you um in in ways unimaginable so yeah pause us we don't we don't matter we don't mind (laughs) yeah (laughs) amen
1: amen um so two words i'm going to throw up and I want to hear your thoughts. Prayer and intimacy. What do we think? Prayer and intimacy. Is there a connection? How are they connected? What is intimacy? We've defined prayer. Prayer and intimacy. What comes to mind?
0: I think when I think of intimacy, I just think of nakedness. Mm -hmm. Um, But nakedness in the fact that it's amazing how God knows me. Like, Mm -hmm all of me even bits of me that i don't even know he knows all of me and from that place of having all of that knowledge and all of that stuff i don't think that i can actually come and be fake Mm -hmm. that's the theory side of things like i don't think i can come and be fake is like um when um adam and eve were naked in the garden they were naked but they had no shame mm. i think that's what intimacy looks like but in the context of us and god like i'm naked before god he sees all of me mm. um and having no shame in the fact that i, I don't need to hide anything from him yeah. god is very god do the things that god puts up with with us i'm sometimes just like god you actually put up with a lot um But he's not afraid of all of the crappy bits of me. He's not afraid of my temperament. He's not afraid of anything that I may deem as um, unworthy or something that that is a hurdle that is separating me from him. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. He's not afraid of it. So if you're in the mindset that, oh, God, I did this, or God, this is my thought process, or God, I can't mm. show you this bit of me. Mm. He's saying, like, I've seen it and I know it all, yeah. but I still want you. I see your nakedness, I see your frame. Yeah. He knows our frame, yeah. um, but he still wants us and that yeah. is, that's that's the amazing side of things. And I think what prayer does is it allows us to um, be aware of that um, and also partner with yeah. God in what he wants to bring out of us. So even though he isn't afraid of our crap, he he isn't afraid of us revealing ourselves to him, even mm-hmm. though he knows all about us, he's mm-hmm. like, I want to show you something different. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, th- I, lo- I love that you said that, because I think oftentimes, it feels like I'm going back to misconceptions, but it feel, sometimes people think that, oh, you pray, you're so strong. But ultimately, prayer is for people that know they, they are weak yeah. and they need God. Yeah, yeah. It's a place it's of... Conscious. Is, yeah, prayerlessness is pride, because you think that you can do it without him. Um, but ultimately, it's not, it's not the strong people that pray. It's the people that recognize they are weak and are supported yeah. by a strong God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what people see, you know? So um, that's, that's what I think when I think of intimacy, is coming as I am. It is laying down all things and recognizing that I'm in need of, of mm. mercy. I'm in yeah. need of you, O Lord. And in that place, he, he does partner with us. He shows us, you know, who we are, but also what he wants to do. Mm. Um, so he aligns us through prayer. I think sometimes we're we're just doing too much. And he's like, remember why you started? Remember why I showed you this? Remember why I gave you this? Or whatever it may be. Um, it's really a place of breaking down to be built up. Yeah. Um, and we can't think prayer is just for people that are quote-unquote strong. Mm. Because, no, it, it no know um so yeah don't don't think you know prayer is for people that are strong but it's prayer prayer prayers for people that know they are weak and are in need of a strong god
1: yeah 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 amazing it's also the the willingness to to build to build relationships the willingness to build amazing one final question and then we'll um, round up the session um what do we do to align ourselves with god's will
0: when it comes to prayer, what do we... I was going to go,
1: three, two, one, pray. <laughs> <laughs> wow, prayer is the key. Hey. Prayer is the key. Come hey,
0: on, hey, wow. hey. prayer
2: is the... Wow.
1: Okay, let's not get carried yeah, away. back to Sunday <laughs> school.
2: But it is, I think, um, that's what we can do. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. You, you know, even, even Jesus in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he used prayer to align himself to the will of God. Yeah. imagine if he was just going on his own feelings and yeah. his flesh but nope go back to prayer because yeah. it's prayer that we are aligned not my will or god um but yours yeah. and and that's what we can take and we can continually um, remember for the rest of our lives that anytime we feel like oh something's not matching up here or oh i've started to live you know in my capacity or live in my feelings or mm-hmm. in my my flesh mm-hmm. I can always say, Father, Lord, align me. And it's in prayer that we're aligned to the will of God, just as Jesus did. Yeah. Um, and he's our example.
0: Yeah. I was going gonna, gonna to buttress that. Are you? I <laughs> am, yes. Um, and say, so praying the word of God, mm. which is really cool, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Sometimes oh. when you don't have words to say, you're just like, wow, God, you're actually quite great. Oh, God, I've seen this in the Bible. I'm not currently living like that. Um, but I really want it. And sometimes it's really funny that you'll have the desire to do something, um, but you're just like, I'm not currently living it out. And it's a great example. God. I mean, sometimes we just turned up to this faith and we're just expecting to be 100% already, but it's a process and God is revealing truth to you in his word and through the lives of others around you. And you're just like, um, it's like, just imagine going shopping. Um, One of my best friends, um, I I used to see her faith and i was like wow god she sees something of you that i don't god i want to see whatever she's seen i want i want that Mm -hmm. and i think that was a great place for me because i was just like oh god i want that i want to come to you i want to see you i want to find joy in Mm -hmm. you and that was a great place to start in terms of like praying like god let me see you as my joy Mm -hmm. in everything Mm -hmm. do you get what i mean Seeing things in the word of God and seeing things in, like, the lives of believers around you, like, God, I I don't live like that right now, I I still have that habit, but God... And God does that, like, he places things around
1: us to stir up expectancy in our heart. Yeah, that's the word,
0: expectancy. So,
2: you, you, like, seeing the fruit, but also praying from the root of vulnerability, root of despair, root of... Fear, but yeah. seeing what is available in Christ Jesus yeah. through His Word, and as you said beautifully, through His Word shown in people, and we can pray that too. Amazing.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, everyone, for um, tuning in to listen to us today. Thank you, Effa. Thank you, Lisa, for joining you, me today. It's all right, love. <laughs> <up. laughs> as we speak and pray, and guys, let's not forget, like we said earlier, prayer is life. Mm. It is life. It is how we are sustained, it is how we overcome, it is it is how we, we function. So let's it's something that we cannot afford to neglect. And it's not just for the selected. For <laughs> right, so all of us. Yes. If you believe there is a need for um a saviour, if you believe that you can't indeed do anything in your own strength, then come to come to the one who can through Amen. prayer. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.